Hey there, Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain. Hope you're doing well. Boy, I hope you have a better week than I am. So it's time. It's time to push back against the nonsense that's written out there on the internet about me because I don't know if it's just crazy political season or whatever, but things are getting kind of hysterical, kind of aggressive, and kind of dangerous at the moment. So yeah, I'm going to push back against this. I hope that you will share the contents of this new series, The Untruth About Stefan Molyneux. This is a quote that is ascribed to be, and yeah, it's, it sounds pretty bad. And the quote is this, I don't view humanity as a single species. This is how the quote goes. I don't view humanity as a single species. And what does that mean? Now, the first thing you'll note is that the quote ends with a dot, 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 which means, of course, that it's an incomplete thought. And that's your first context that you may not be getting the full picture of what I'm talking about. Now, for those who don't know, I'm sure you do, but a species is a group of organisms with enough interrelated characteristics that they can breed and have viable offspring. And of course, that is all the races and ethnicities within humankind. So what am I talking about here? Well, this is put forward as some sort of racist statement, but where is it coming from? So the podcast is 2768. It's called Collective Guilt for Fun and Profit. And it is a Saturday call-in show from August the 9th, 2014. Boy, that's it's uh, quite a long way back. You'd think if I was such a bad guy, you wouldn't have to go that far back, take a sentence fragment, and then repeat it endlessly. So what is uh, going on? Well, I'm going to play you the segment wherein the quote is, and you're going to see the actual facts behind this. So a young man called in, uh, from a band actually, but he wanted to talk about crime and punishment, specifically the death penalty and how prisons might work in a truly free society, like a stateless society, a voluntarist society, which has always been my goal, still kind of a work in progress. And so we were talking about crime and punishment, and this is the context of what we're talking about here. He starts to talk about a man that he's heard of who was, I believe, a pedophile, and talks about him in this way. So he said in his conviction, he said that I, that he was happy that they were going to put him away for 35 years because he was a enthusiastic and dedicated predator. And, um, I, um, I also heard, um, a sex therapist talk, uh, some guy who's been working with specifically men, uh, for the past 35 years. And he says the hardest thing to cure is the man who has already crossed the line or the woman for that matter, who has already crossed the line into, uh, um, the sexual abuse of children or violence towards children. Okay, so this is the context that we're talking about. How do uh, you deal with, or how could society deal with, sexual predators, child molesters, child rapists, like really egregious, horrifying, horrible criminals who are preying upon particularly the young and the innocent, and of course those who've committed egregious acts of violence against children. Have you heard anything about race at, at all yet? Is anything being talked about in terms of race? Absolutely not. We're just talking about predator-prey relationships in the human community. So, I go on. And he said... Yeah, in, look, in, I mean, I, I've made this argument for many years that the conscience short-circuits and is no longer available for recovery when you have done an evil for which there is no restitution. Mm. Okay. So, if you, if you ding someone's car and you pay to get the car fixed, you've kind of made your restitution and so on, but there are some things for which there is no restitution and... That's kind of an important distinction. In some ways, you could say that's the distinction between civil and criminal law, but that's sort of the argument I'm making, and I go on. 
and there's no restitution. There's no restitution possible for the rape of a child or the murder of a child. Right. Like there's no parent who would say, well, okay, if you give me $10 million, you can murder my child, right? Right. If somebody said, listen, uh, Steph, if I steal your bike, I'll give you $10 million, right? It's like, well, then basically you're just buying my bike for an absurd amount of money, right? And uh, but but for for certain ills there is no restitution that is possible, mm-hmm. and where restitution is impossible, forgiveness is impossible. And where forgiveness is impossible, it seems to me that incarceration, uh, uh, the isolation of the human virus from the community, is the right thing to do. I don't uh, I don't view humanity as a single species. Okay, so we're talking about the predator-prey relationship between violent, destructive, rapey, murderous criminals and the general population. And so there I talk about, now, I don't say humanity is not a single species, because that would be biologically and factually incorrect. So when I say I don't view humanity as a single species, I'm talking about in the realm of criminality, victimhood, rape, assault, murder, and so on, right? Where you have a predator-prey relationship between the criminal and his victim or her victim, right? So I don't view humanity as a single species in the realm of criminality because there's predator and prey relationships. And this is, is this a massive insight? Well, I guess maybe, right? But it's pretty common, right? I mean, what do we call people who commit egregious acts of sexual violence? We call them sexual predators. And predators and prey are generally not the same species. So it's a way of looking at humanity as competing species within the same ecosystem called society where you have criminals and you have their prey. Also, of course, the police will say, oh, we're out there hunting a criminal and so on. He's a sexual predator and so on. So yeah, this is a biological analogy for uh, understanding criminality in the context of human society. So I go on to say. Right. I I don't, I don't view, it's like saying dogs are a single species. Mm. Right. I mean, <laughs> They kind of are, but not rabid dogs. (laughs) Okay, so I'm talking about people who've gone crazy, people who've gone completely evil and have now turned against. Of course, dogs are the same species and rabid dogs are biological. I'm not talking biologically. I'm talking about the allegory of how you look at predator-prey relationships within human society. I mean, there are dogs that are sick and dangerous and and all that kind of stuff, right? and, And so I don't view humanity as a single species because we're not all the same. There are human predators and there are human victims and there are human heroes and there are human villains and, right, we're a whole ecosystem of ethics. Okay, it's a whole ecosystem of ethics and good and evil and light and dark and so on. And this is how society is constituted at the moment and may forever be uh, a problem that we wrestle with in society. And this is very well supported by the science. This is not just me with some medieval (laughs) uh, slice and dice ethical uh, approach. And that's it. Now, when I say supported by the science, uh, I'm talking about the fact that, yeah, some people don't really seem to register empathy or or sympathy. There are sadists who get great glee uh, out of hurting others and so on. And the uh, unreformability, particularly of pedophiles, appears to be pretty much a constant in the literature. So, yeah, this is all scientific. Have I said anything about race? Of course not. I'm talking about predators and victims. And using an analogy of predator-prey relationships to describe crime and punishment in human society. And that's it. There's nothing about race in this at all. So you can see 
the motives of the people who write this kind of stuff. Of course. So please, please, I'm begging you, share this kind of information. These are the facts. This is my actual word. This is my actual voice. Please share this. Please help keep me safe in this increasingly dangerous world.